Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted. One and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the side. Welcome to the 49er Faithful UK show. It is player tampering Monday. It's 8pm UK time and it's all kicking off in the NFL. So we thought, yeah, let's just do it live and see what happens. We may even get some breaking news. I'm Gareth Ellis and joined as always by Lee Gowland. Hey guys, how are we doing? Paul Hope. Hi everyone, thanks for joining us. And Naji Karar. Hello everyone. So... It's going to be a little bit chaotic, uh, unscripted, most definitely, uh, uncoordinated, quite probably, uh, and unintelligible, <laughs> yeah. more than likely. Uh, exciting day so far, lads. Yeah, yeah, free agencies always. Yeah, very I like surprising. it because, yeah, I like it because in the past few years they've tried to turn it into the NBA free agency, which is completely bonkers when it happens, usually, and they with the tampering period and all that is pretty it works it's uh, it's exciting loads happening um like the bills have just signed tremon edmonds which is crazy <laughs> just saw that uh, a couple of you guys are going to be keeping an eye on twitter and what have you uh, yeah i've got twitter yeah. right in front of us yeah breaking yeah, yeah. news well i'd say just leap in shout up if uh, if you get an exciting bit of news from around the league. Uh, let's start with with picking up a, a little bit of news from last week. Tayshawn Gibson re-signed. Was that last week or was it early this week? Uh, anyway, a couple of days ago, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think Friday, it was within Saturday. the last... Mm. Really? I thought it was within the last 24 hours, to be honest. Oh, was it, this, was it last night and we knew this morning? Yeah, yeah. Maybe so, so much has happened. Maybe it just seems like a long time ago. But uh, a good deal. I think 2.9 million. Yeah, yeah, really good deal. Yeah. Uh, So I I did hear a story that um, if he came back, because he he was contemplating retirement, if he came back, he wanted to come back for the 49ers. And that was pretty much it. Either that or he was just going to retire. So I think we got a team friendly (laughs) deal there. (laughs) Thank you, Ty. (laughs) That is so true. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So very true. Uh, Yeah, I, I really like the. The fact that he's, he was like, yeah, I'll do another year. Last year was pretty fun uh, before I retire, but I'm not playing anywhere else. It's like here or I'll go away kind of thing. And then John Lynch was like, all right, do you want $2 million? And like, yeah, sure. So, good, good <laughs> yeah. stuff. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, I mean, it was it was really good. I'm happy that we can keep the partnership with, with Ofunga. Clearly worked. And, uh, yeah, just bring back the best defense in the league, right? Yeah, probably probably means the end of Jimmy Ward for sure. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Finally. No, Nine I'll years was, too too short. All I was going to say, Nadji, is the thing with Gibson. If you look at his play from last year, Gareth, the fact that he had sixty-one tackles, he took all the snaps on defense, he had the five interceptions. In this crazy free agency, as Nadji said, you could have been looking at nine, ten, mm-hmm. eleven million. And the fact that we've got him for a one-year contract, two point nine, one point one seven. Uh, guaranteed base salary, a million sign-in bonus, 680,000 total game pre-roster, and a 50,000 workout bonus. But tellingly, Nadji, your boy Hufanga was the first one to tweet out his congratulations and run yeah, it back. Yeah. And that partnership they had, I thought, was Yeah, they clearly get along, right? You can tell they had fun playing alongside each other. And that's, that's half the battle, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no Jimmy or Jimmy. Mm. Yeah. So, so, uh, we'll talk about it later. Later. Another another signing, uh, I think this one was last week, uh, Juwan Jennings, exclusive rights free agent. Uh, he basically doesn't give him much choice whether to sign his tender or not. Uh, but 
great to see him back with the team, I think. Yeah, so the exclusive right works the fact that he can get better deals from other team, but we have a right to match that before, Correct. before anybody else yeah. can. So I'm guessing he didn't get any better offer, and I think I think we gave him a, a really a really good one. And it, same, I think it's the same as Gibson. Like, what would you want to leave? You've got a role. You've got you you've got you know clearly you all um, people like you here, and you're doing really well. Why would you want to leave? And you know, sort of all, lots yeah. and lots of dollars, and yeah, yeah I, and money. So you know, I, I think it makes sense to me. I, I think if Jennings can cut out some of the silly mistakes that he's making this year, I, and when I say silly mistakes, I mean the undisciplined play yeah. that he had this season, then then he's more than worth a, a one-year contract. He's, he is a good player. I think he's underrated. Yeah. Um, he, he's, he's almost money on third downs. He, he's yeah. our go-to guy. Um, I've liked him ever since we we drafted him, and I think he's proven that uh, he can be a valuable part of the team. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Glad to see him back. So, mm-hmm. should we dive into the big news, which broke? Was it now three hours ago? Javon yeah. Hargreaves signed to the Niners. Three years was it? Eighty-four million. Four years. 84. Four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four yeah. years for a thirty-year-old. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so me, me and Angie were talking about this off uh, off air just before we came on, and I wouldn't be surprised if that contract actually runs over six years with a couple of void years in. So yeah. he's not going to get that 80, 84 million in the next four years. Um, I mean, no. we, we all know the way that uh, Parag negotiates contracts now. So yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see a couple of void years in there. But what, yeah, what I can't wait to see. I can't see the I can't wait to see the details, but yeah, what a signing. That's gonna be that's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Um hi Luke. Um yeah, I can't I can't wait to see the details. We know it's forty guarantee of a potentially four years, maybe six, as as Lee says, or maybe just five with a one void year at the end. Um so that's like, you know, it's ten million a year. Uh, I'm guessing it's gonna get a chunk of that in signing bonus, which is spread over however many years as you want, because uh, it's just cash. Um, so I, I, I fully expect that contract to be kind of team friendly. Um, I think we made an offer and he was like, yeah, playing with Harry Comstead and Nick Bosa, that sounds pretty good. Let's, let's give that a go. Um, so yeah, I, it's hard to tell until we see the exact details of the contract, but in terms of player, well, I mean, he was awesome last year. He's been awesome when he was at the Steelers. Um, you know, he's, he's been a very good player for a long time and, uh, I'm pretty sure Bosa, Armstead, Kinlaw, everybody playing on the line is very happy to have that guy. Uh, yeah, it's it's a good signing. It's a splashy signing as well. I like it. Yeah, you know? it's the kind of signing that I don't think any 49er fan was really expecting. Not no. this free agency, given what cap space we have. So mm. I'm going to upset Paul now by going back to something I said a while ago. I, I am absolutely convinced that we're going to trade one of our marquee players this offseason for two reasons. One for the cap space, two to get a higher draft pick. I, I am absolutely convinced that's going to happen because we are rapidly running out of money um, with with um, Hargrave, with Gibson, with Jennings, and Pepper. I mean that that takes us to fifty three. Sorry, no, it doesn't can't count. It takes us to fifty one people on the roster, and we've only got three million left. Yeah, but the Cap only counts for 50 the first 51. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first 51. So. Yeah. And 
we were talking earlier, Gareth. So for everyone watching, we were going to record tonight. We were going to do it off air. And I said to the lads, bit nervous about this because the pod might be out of date before we publish mm. it. And I was preparing my notes, Gareth. I was like, we're not making a splashy free agent sign <laughs> and we've got no salary cap room. And then my good friend Mike, who's a Rams fan, texts me, yeah, you've got Hargreave. And when I was preparing, I was like, he was up there and everyone's top five free agents this year. And I didn't think for a million years we would get him. But when you talk about that, Lee, um, you look at the contracts next year's scary, which we can get into later. If you go on spot track and you look at the salary cap, our yeah. salary cap hits for 2024 scary. However, I believe there's three candidates that we're going to look to restructure. The first one being CMC, because he's got no guaranteed money. So I believe they can give him a huge sign and bonus, bring his cap hit, cap hit down. Nick Bosa, I believe they'll get that done at training camp, Lee. Again, I believe it'll be heavily yeah. front-loaded. His cap hit will be minimal this year. I think we could look at restructuring Warner, because I think he's young enough to do a restructure. And my third one would be Mooney Ward. Now, I know I've seen a lot of talk on 49ers Twitter about Armstead and about Trent Williams. I wouldn't touch them contracts because of the age they are, the money that's so, already there. Yeah, I, I don't think we can touch Trent Williams again this year because he, he's already restructured this season, this past yeah. season. So I don't yeah. think we can do him again. Um, I, I do believe Arik restructured as well this past uh, season. Mm. I think um, it was last year, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. Right, could be. Maybe. Could be. I, I know you can't... Um, restructure them twice within a year yeah well so, we could restructure after after wednesday right it's you know as long as we know over the cup we could do it leading up to training camp and all that kind of stuff um right. i'm guessing facebook user is brett again uh he's not he's probably not signed in or something uh, it's a good question that though um yeah what do we think happens, happens to Kinlo now so so i i don't think there's going to be much difference to what we were going to do um I'm not sure how the contract works. If we trade them, because we, I don't know if we still have dead cap. If we trade them, we, we can't cut them. We can't cut them. We can't release them. No, we can't cut them because yeah, yeah. rookie money is guaranteed. Mm. Potentially, so we can trade them, but we, there still might be some sort of cap hit there. But who's going to take them? Yeah, depending on what the team decides to take salary wise, um, they, they probably won't take the hundred percent. So we will have to pay him anyway. Yeah, I mean it's. To me, is it, just keep him. He's on a rookie contract. I know he's getting something like thirteen million, but that's very cheap if he turns out to be to have a full season with Hargrave, with Hampstead and Bosa. And God knows if he actually balls out, that's really, really cheap for a good D tackle. And then yeah, you know, yeah, we exactly. Pick up the the fifth option and just trade him next year, or you know, trade somebody else. I I don't know. I I haven't seen enough to say that I I don't want him. The injuries are annoying, yeah. obviously. But uh, in so, terms of play, when he's been in, he's been really good. So, so, so time makes a good point there, and I completely agree with that. That uh, Kinlaw will be treated yeah. like Didier Jones, who'll be used in rotation. That should okay. keep him healthy with any luck, because he's had no luck at all with um, injuries. Yeah. I, I'm saying he's had no luck. All the injuries he's had has all been knee-related, which was the same injury he had at college. And mm. obviously, I mean, you, you have to look at Lynch and the front office and whether or not they did the due diligence, due diligence correctly on Kinlaw, because he yes. just hasn't gotten over those knee problems. No. Is he going to get over them? It sounds as though it's a chronic knee problem. I very much doubt it. Yeah. But if we can get one good season out of him as a rotational player, you're right. For the value that we're getting for him, 
and the potential that he has there, yeah, keep him. Mm. He's already counting towards the cap anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's, I mean, Ooh. unless somebody comes in with, you know, giving oh. us another third round or fourth round and taking his entire contract away from us, then... Or Khalil Davis yeah, uh, steps up. Or Khalil Davis out. steps up. Yeah, and we can so find yeah. somebody who we can trade um, Kinlaw for. Well, yeah, but still, uh, our D-line isn't as never relied on four, five, six guys. More, it's been more like eight, oh, yeah, maybe nine, even ten. nine, you know. So, yeah, up, up to ten sometimes. And at the moment, we're at, uh, we've we just noticed um, Ridgeway is going to Texans, so we don't have him anymore. Um, I mean, Maurice Hurst might be coming back, but after an injury, uh, sidelining for a year, do you really want to count on that? So we really only have what five five D line at the moment. Uh, I don't. I'm not surprised if we draft another two. Hmm. Um, but it, it, I'd be surprised if we enter training, training camp and we don't have eleven or twelve on the roster. Maybe even more than that. So. I'm just smiling because this time last year we had a QB going in for surgery, question marks over Trey Lance, and we had a gazillion defensive linemen. We were spending the most of our budget on defensive linemen. You fast forward 12 months and Jimmy Ward's gone, Jimmy G's gone, but here we are again. Like Nadji said, it's our strength. It's what the team's known for. And as much as we've been taken by surprise by the splash and free agency, you think back 12 months ago, we got Mooney Ward off the go and a lot of people were surprised that we made that splash last year. And I think it's very clear what the team are doing this year. I'm not overly worried about the salary cap implications. Our good friends at the Rams have shown us the magic can happen with that calculator, Lee. Yeah. And I know you're always the uh, pragmatic one amongst us, but Parag, I trust. I think the restructure will get done. But to be fair, Gareth, where were you when the news broke? Because the news broke to me by a Rams fan as I was preparing for the show. So how did you find out about Hargreave? I think on the uh, on the Facebook Messenger. When uh, oh, from you, Paul, actually, I think you broke it to me, or was it Lee? One of you got in first. Half uh, a job, yeah. Harry Lee posted. Yeah, half a job, Harry. A bit of a surprise. I, I think I think we all knew that, like last year, Lynch would have his eye on somebody and they'd go for the target, the player they want, rather than just kind of hang around and, and see who's there. They'd find the player they want and they'd go for him. And I think there's there's a couple of things there. I think, firstly, it does look fairly bad for Javon Kinlaw. I thought we might go for D-line, but I thought it would be edge. But then again, if you're getting pressure in, up the middle as well, that's that's good enough. Um, and secondly, I think it's slightly odd that there's we were saying, oh, there's absolutely no way we can afford to, to re-sign McGlinchey, who's just signed with the Broncos for $87 million, And we've signed a guy on the other side of the line for $84 million. So we could have afforded McGlinchey. We just didn't want to pay him. Didn't want to. Um, but I think that also says something about Colton McKivitz, who he recently re-signed, who now appears to be uh, potentially our starting right tackle, depending what might happen with the draft or or back end of free agency. But I think yeah. we've, we've learned quite a lot from one move. Yeah, that's true. Just before we move on D-line, we did re-sign Givens back to one year. Yeah. Um, so... You know, that's it, it again, it's, it's what we do, as Ty says. Um, it, it is what we do. Although, I know this is what we've been doing, but now that we have broken Trey and we can actually, uh, if we look at the back end of the season and we can score 38 points per game, are we are we seeing a shift in maybe not targeting D line so much and maybe, 
you know, because Audi line wasn't the best last year. We were a very good defense overall, but apart from Bosa, um, you know, the pressure wasn't really getting there. And, and I think that's our the run stopping wasn't. Yeah, no, I know it fixes yeah. that a little bit, but it, you know, it doesn't solve the Bukam problem, not creating pressure. And how many who are having some, but not enough in my eye, or Armstead not having any at all, or Ken Law obviously not playing. It's, you know, it, the, the Eagles had 70 something sacks spread around. We have, we basically had Bosa and, and no one else. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't know if this philosophy is still quite anchored on, on that defense. I mean, it obviously is, but um, maybe maybe we'll you know try and have a very solid line and some decent backups. I don't know. Um, maybe this is, because if we if you can score forty points per game, who cares if you're good or bad on defense, right? Plus, we know um, secondary linebackers are are pretty much elite across the board and pretty yeah. much as uh, now a stable unit going into the, into the new year. Um, so it may be a slight change of philosophy, but I don't know that we need much on the offensive side of the ball either, other than no, that's true. Uh, potentially that's a good question, Luke. Good question by Luke. I think uh, yeah. Before we came on, I saw Calais Campbell getting released by the by the Ravens, and I was like, oh, that would be good for us if we could snatch him up on a you know like come and prove a one-year deal kind of thing so yeah i I do think we do need uh two gap run stoppers people that can uh not not necessarily run stopper but people that can create penetration and disrupt running routes not necessarily make the tackle but redirect traffic in the middle i think that's why we're really good at um uh, when we had buckner and uh and Armstead, there's always somebody in the backfield, you know, blowing things up. So, um, yeah, hopefully, I mean, Hargrave is definitely one of those guys. Uh, um, but yeah, I wouldn't surprise if we sign somebody like Campbell, like an mm. old, an older dude that can, you know, just got probably a year or two left in him. I think we've we've seen before that there's there's plenty of of if you like middle of the pack D linemen that tend to be available, and we've we've sat and waited see who's been left behind uh and a lot of these guys we we've got a reputation now for if you can't get the kind of five six million you're looking for come to the niners for a year for two uh and you'll probably win that contract afterwards and i think we're very effective and and i think there's there's just always enough players that we probably couldn't name now but we've we've gone through them all in the last few years bringing these guys in turning them into a into a solid unit if not spectacular individual performances but then they they've got an opportunity to go and get paid somewhere else so i fully expect us to sit and wait and then maybe pick it up with a, a couple of guys perhaps in two or three weeks time when maybe their their salary demands are uh perhaps a little bit more reasonable for us yeah one last point with the hargrave signing but one thing i absolutely love is not non we just we got better but we also took a player from potentially our biggest rival in the Absolutely. NFC. Yeah. Um, uh, that, that's just such good business. <laughs> it's just, oh, yeah, you were good. Yeah, you're not as good anymore. We'll take that. Thank you very yeah, do, much. Do, do you think the Eagles are actually going to be our biggest rival next season? Considering no, who not. they've lost on the coaching staff, who they're losing on defense. I mean, you're kind of making an assumption there that they're built like the 49ers that they've got good inbuilt talent, their in-house talent in the coaching staff, and that they can replace players quite easily. Uh, there's nothing from the Eagles I've seen 
that suggests they can do that. To yeah. be honest, I, I think uh, last year for the Eagles, that might have been a one-off. Um, I, I don't think they're going to be bad next year. Don't don't get us wrong. I think they'll be there. They'll be challenging. Um, I think they'll find it tough to win the division next year. I think the Cowboys will have something to say about that. Um, potentially even the Giants, depending on what they do mm. in the draft. Um, but I get what you're saying. I, I get you what sure you're saying. That. I mean, we, we, ha we have um, weakened one of the stronger teams in the AFC. Yeah. And you're right, it's, it's, it's great to do that. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think necessarily the Eagles can repeat. But not, you know, it's very hard to be the best defense in a league two years in a row. Uh, it's very, very hard. So try and you know, give yourself ammo to be able to even just scratching top five. I think is a good is a good thing to uh, to do. Do you know what's even better about the signing? We all gushed about Armstead getting that pressure on the quarterback, but not necessarily getting the hits. And when I was preparing for tonight, Gareth, in case you hit me with the stats, I've got my stats. But the key <laughs> one was he has a pressure rate of 13.2%, which was a career high. You put that next to Armstead, you put that next to Borsa. And we're forgetting Steve Wilkes likes to blitz. And I don't mean with the front four. He likes to blitz with the guys from behind. And let's face it, who do we have who could hit that mould? Ooh, Fred Warner. Ooh, Hafanga. <laughs> Add that in there to the number one defence with that mentality and philosophy. I'm excited. And I've had a bit of Hatley from non 49 fans saying defense doesn't win championships and why are yeah. you getting excited about yeah. signing this guy and i thought if you're hating on it that's why i'm getting excited so, so that's yeah. a really good segue into one of the rumors who the 49ers are after and that's Darius smith from the vikings oh wow that would be that'd be huge um, yeah, so if those rumors are true when we bring him in that, that would be huge that would be huge i'm not sure the philosophy of the player is quite what we do he's a bit of a diva uh but that would definitely, and if we can afford him, um, I heard he might go to the Bears or something like that. But in terms of generating pass rush, he's a little bit hit and miss, though, isn't he? He's when he's good, he's very good, but when he's bad, he's he's really bad. So I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. But then we'd have to let Ebu Cam go, I would imagine, because a uh, mm. bit of a clash there in terms of skills. Um, well, shall we move on? But well, well, when you say we have to uh, let Evercam go, he's not under contract. He's oh, he's not. A he's a free agent, agent isn't he? Yeah, we haven't resigned him. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. yeah, we do need we do need Edge Rusher. That's that's something uh, we might be maybe we'll drop. I mean, we do have Drake Jackson. I think Drake mm -hmm. Jackson's going to have more of a role right next year. And yeah, uh, no, that, that's another good advantage of bringing in Hargrave. Yeah, the, the, the talent that's going to be on that defensive line now to help out Drake Jackson actually um, get to his potential is great. I mean, we've got all pros along the line now, mm. not from Eric Armstead, mm. but he, he has been a pro bowler. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. You think uh, Ebercam will walk, Amenahu? Do you think a lot of that D line will get. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they'll get paid. Off? They'll get paid. They just played too good. Yeah. Yeah. It I don't think we can match uh, unless we put ourselves in in like in really icy waters and and then and then your team explodes like the Rams. I, I really like the way we do it. Usually, you know, it, it's a little bit like the, the the old Patriots move where you've got players that are really good and just like sorry, I know you're good, but we, we can absolutely be good without you. Go and get paid somewhere else. Yeah. Um, yeah. It you know it's the Buckner thing, isn't it? Like there was no way we could keep him and. Uh, it, it doesn't surprise me if we start trimming down 
somewhere as well. I mean, Ebukam has got a big contract. Omni wasn't that much, but uh, Jimmy Ward, Ebukam, Jimmy G, you know, all of those contracts, McGlinchey's are gone now. That's that's quite a lot of trimming. Should we uh, should we flip sides on the trenches? Maybe talk about the O-line side? Because obviously the when I looked through a free agency list, I thought the guy who might be most difficult to replace was McGlinchey because we're yeah. we're not we're not gonna lose quite a lot of players, but no one who was a, a major player, I think uh, as in a, a guaranteed seventeen game starter, other than McGlinchey. Yeah. Do you think McKivitz is the guy, or do you think that was a little bit of insurance, maybe a little bit of leverage, if we maybe look at a, a tackle in free agency? I, I think uh, McKivitz is a, is a cheap option for depth on the the O line. A name that we haven't heard last season, but he kind of he showed what he could do in his rookie season was Jalen Moore, and then he kind of went true. quiet and disappeared. And we've seen that with Shanahan's uh, rosters where rookies play a few good games. Um, best examples would be Diomodolino, Sammy Womack, the, the first two, three games. Yeah. You look at them, you think, wow, th- those are brilliant. And then they go missing for the rest of the season. But then the season after, you've seen what Lenore's done. And we kind of expect that from Womack. Now, I know Banks this will be. Well. Yeah. And, and Aaron Banks. I know this will be Jalen Moore's third season, the new season coming up. But he could be the guy that goes over to right tackle. When we saw him play in his first season, the games he did play, largely he was a good player and he impressed. He impressed more than what Aaron Banks did. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully hopefully that two seasons in, in the NFL, he may have bulked up a little bit and he may be our right tackle. Go on, Paul. Leap in. No, I'm, I'm monitoring the comments, so we're all <laughs> multitasking tonight, lads. But uh, Ty's put there. One thing I was thinking was, to, to same as Ty, Mill looks a bit more of a guard. But the beauty of free agency starting now is we're going to head into draft season. Now, we're all shocked that Mr. Gowland hasn't done 3,000 PFF mocks yet. Oh, he has. It just hasn't However, the yeah. free agency <laughs> allows you to look. So we've obviously signed up some key pieces. And I think people forget, Gareth, we've got 11 picks in the draft. And we mm. always remember, like Lee said, the 49ers take a player sometimes with next year in mind. So I agree. I think the McKivitt signing was just kind of cheap and cheerful to plug in. I'm not so concerned about Jake Brendel at the moment. If he gets paid, fair play to the lad, but I wouldn't overpay at that position. Mm-hmm. I trust the team. And like you said, um, I'm just chucking on there. So Luke has put in there that we've retained McKivitt. Is, is, I'm at, at least as concerned about centre, so same as me there. But it's the beauty of the NFL. Tracy said to me a couple of days ago, Got any pods on this week, Paul? There's not much to talk about, is there? And I said, Tracy, <laughs> what have I told you about the 49ers in the NFL? There's no such thing as an off-season. And like I said, we were preparing for today. All our notes are out the window, and I'm just excited. I mean, is there anyone from college, Nadji, that we should be looking at? Because we're picking around pick 99, pick 101. Is there anyone you would suggest being our college guru? Uh, it's really hard to evaluate all lines in college. Uh, How about they're... Oregon Centre? Yeah, a, I, a do you know what Forsyth? Well. I, if we yeah. if we drive Forsyth, I would be absolutely ecstatic. He's amazing. He's not very durable. That's a problem. He gets injured quite a lot. And I've seen him go in like the seventh round, which is really surprising. Unless his injuries, he, he was injured at the back end of the season. Uh, unless it's a lot worse than it looked, uh, he's tried to play on it and it wasn't very good. But yeah, oh, I would love to have Forsyth. He's he's a leader as well. That'll be great. It's a good name, but it's so hard yeah. to predict. Uh, the, 
tackles in the draft. I mean, like, I'm not. I just lie. wanted to put you on the spot. I just want to put you on the spot. But before we move on, yeah, apparently yeah. Gary's dropped some breaking news. Yeah, so that's why I've got the ticker on along the bottom there. So go on, crack on with Gary's. Just there, the bottom yeah. says Al has made it official. Said goodbye to the faithful. And you were talking earlier, um, Gareth, so Charles Omenihu, he tweeted out something similar at the weekend, as in something about, I've put it on tape, I expect to get paid, and mm. I thought, yeah, I can't see him coming back. How many of these guys do we think we end up at the 49ers Mark three? Because the 49ers Mark two is the Dolphins, Mark three is the Texans. How many of our free agents are going <laughs> well, that you've way? Got the, you've got the Jets in there. They oh, must yeah, Mark, two, Mark yeah. one is the Jets, yeah. 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 I guess. Um, yeah, I was, I'll say I would probably go there, I would imagine. Oh, unless he ends up back with the Jets or back with the Dolphins. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, that's a bit of a loss if he is indeed going. Uh, very good backup, very good, you know, more than average backup. I think he can definitely start in this league in many, many teams. Um, it's a bit of a shame. What up? What up, That's everyone? Ryan that... from No Border Sports. Oh, that's right. Oh, of course, yes, of course. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there's there's a silver lining with these guys leaving, though, because I think compensatory picks will come in. We we seem to be churning out players mm. who immediately go and get signed elsewhere, and we we're we getting at something back for them. Uh, yeah. it's it's a very impressive strategy they put together. Uh, getting 11 picks this year. I know we've we've got extra third round picks in 2024 and 2025, and we, which we already know about. They're, those are guaranteed from the uh, from the coaching and front office hires. Uh, they've been just doing a really impressive job uh, about working this system and making sure that fair enough, we get these guys, we train them up, we get good value out of them for two or three years. And you can't keep all your stars. You've got to let people like Al Shair and DJ Jones walk, but you get something back for them. Because you, you picked up these guys for next to nothing, sixth, seventh round picks or undrafted, and you and you get a sixth or seventh round pick back for them. Uh it's a it's a fantastic strategy. Yeah, no, it's it's playing the numbers and playing the game really well and it, you you know, betting on certain players the right way, isn't it? Mm. And uh I, I I think that's why I'm not too worried about a right tackle situation, because you know it at some point, you have to take a chance on players, and, and you try. You have to try and strike. You, you know, Fred Warner and, and the likes. It's just you go for this guy, and if he turns out to be good, then you're in for you know a Super Bowl caliber type of team. And if you don't, you're probably uh, above average kind of thing. But yeah, I I think it, either it's McKivitt or whoever's replacing. I think Luke is right. Uh, Oren Burks will probably take. As Shaya's space, uh, you know, playing special team and and backing up or going on when we when we go for free fall and try and stop the run kind of thing. Uh, it's not a bad thing. You just keep getting these gems around the league because there is loads of them and trying to find them and try and try and hit. And you know, sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. It, mm. It's kind of part of the game. And I think why teams are good or not sometimes just like, oh, this guy is actually really good. <laughs> You know, he was we, drafted in the seventh round, pick two six two. He's actually we've, uh, really good. You know, we've got we've got ahead of the game as well by this drafting for two years time. But we can we can take these late late round picks. We can take guys who are unpolished, but have the right attitude or or athleticism yep. or the right traits, and say, look, we can work with these guys. Uh, and I I have a feeling that McKivitz might be the starter because I think we should have learned something from last year. We were worried about Banks. We were worried about Burford. 
uh, fourth round rookies starting. We were worried about Brendel moving to centre. I think we should trust the uh, the O line and the coaching in the same way that when we sign someone on the D line, even if we've never heard of them, we think, okay, they'll be good because they're coming into our D line and our coaches will work with them. I think we should possibly have the same respect for for the O line coaches as well that they're preparing these players. And maybe that's where McKivitz has has basically been really good, perhaps in practice, and couldn't um, McGlinchley out. But uh, we have others. Uh, you know, Nick Zakels, probably mm-hmm. butcher his name. I'm sorry, Nick. Uh, we drafted two last year. I can't remember who the second one is. We uh, got, got an undrafted guy as well, Poe, I think. Who? Oh, Jason. Uh, oh, and, yeah, yeah and, and Donovan West. Donovan, Donovan, Donovan West, Donovan yeah. not with us anymore. Oh no, he got he got picked up, didn't he? he um, up, yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, one of those guys is bound to be maybe good, uh, and if no, we can maybe we can hit on somebody in this year's draft and make a change and have a rookie outperforming anyone, everyone. Who's to say um, Bronskill isn't going to play right tackle? And uh, and we and we keep you know Burford might actually still be in swapped and and subbed, mm-hmm. uh, and it'll be Brunskill, Burford and. Uh, I'd uh, like to keep Brunskill. I think yeah, that, absolutely. That he's a, he's a experience, uh, and I think he's earned a bit of a payday. If we could squeeze it in, I'd I'd like to keep Brunskill myself. Well, yeah. can you remember the awards? Oh, Gutierrez, yes. Can you remember last year where we had the famous Brunskill, Ornan, Donald? And I thought that would be my favourite moment, Gareth, but preparing <laughs> for the show, there's a bit where this season Donald comes off the line and he kind of jumps and McKivitz just pushes him over. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> give him a contract just for that before <laughs> Lee jumps in. Um, one thing you were saying there, Gareth, what a lot of teams forget is that our D-line coach, Chris Kasurik, was in the meeting to appoint Steve Wilkes. I don't think many teams do that, like you said, and it shows you the um, trust Shanahan has in his coaching staff that he basically had them in the room, said, right, who do you want as your coordinator and our D-line's going to be our strength and it's great. Um, Alex Simpson's jumped in on what you said there, Najee. That's a KLB one to watch out for. Ty's confirmed there that West has gone. Pawns Akeel is still on the team. Now, Alex Simpson thinks we're going to trade up. What do you three fine gentlemen think? Because we have 11 picks. We're not scheduled to pick until the third round at the moment, as it stands. Yeah, I think it's going to be difficult to trade up into the second. With no, the we picks that it. we have, I mean, we're right, we're right at the end of the uh, third. It would, be, it would mean giving up a lot of those uh, third round picks. You'd probably have give... to bundle two of those and a, a few others to get up to the it's second. Not... There's not there's the drop off from one to two doesn't really happen from two to three. I the you know a late second or like a mid second is not much much better in terms of points. You know that point system that they have uh, than than a late three. I think like a free a free is five and a six gets you into a second easily. Um, you know something like that. I, I would I, if they if they fell in love with with somebody. Um, they, they might absolutely do it. Um, there's a lot of very good tight end in, in this draft, but I think they'll all be gone by the time we pick. I, I um, was surprised we stuck and took all of the picks last year. I think we all did. We all thought uh, yeah. we'll, we'll bundle those up. And uh, Did we have nine players last year? And I think we were saying, oh, we'd probably take seven. Yeah. Um, and I think we sat and we didn't budge at all uh, because the team were clearly quite happy with the way the draft was playing out and had enough uh, people on their on their board that they were happy to just sit and wait. Uh, I don't know. 
it's hard to tell if that's going to be the same this season. Part of me is just like we only need okay. potentially a couple of players. Go and target them. I don't don't just sort of wait with uh, hate to say it, but the word leftovers that you might get. But yes, yeah, so, so Luke Luke's just made the point I was making. We'd have to give up all three of our compensatory picks yeah, at the end of the third, but to, to get into the second. We've, me, we've given us. We've given a free round pick to get Trey. It's a first round pick to get Trey. I, I, if they if they really want somebody, he's, he's on the ball late second, and we want to jump up. I I, I don't see why we wouldn't do it. You know, we did I, it for think, Ayuk. We did well, it. You know, I, I, yeah, I, I think it's different this year because I think we tight on cap space, and because we tight on tight on cap space, we've only got fifty one signed to the roster at the moment. In fact, we don't. On Wednesday, we'll have fifty one signed to the roster as it is. I, I think we'd be using all of those picks in the draft to get yeah, as much that. young talent as possible. So the beauty of doing a live show, gentlemen, is Jesse Bates was probably someone we were going to touch upon as being yeah, an outside I, chance. I just saw it. I was like, so he's just gone. Yeah, yeah that's a now, big signing. Gareth, this time better. last year, we thought, like you said, we weren't going to use all our picks. Not only did we use all our picks, we also picked up about 11 or 12 uh, free Undrafted. agents at the end of the draft. So <laughs> I'm not making any bold predictions this year ahead of draft season because we always tend to get it wrong, but who knows? But yeah, that's breaking news, everybody. 64 million and you would get paid. Four but... years, 64. Wow, that's, that's, that's a lot of money for safety. Yeah, We'll one see what the details are again. Could be One thing much. and potentially a loss we haven't really talked about is it does look like Wobby Gold is on the way. Do you think we might be sniffing around someone in free agency or are we going to draft a kicker? Draft a go, kicker. To go with the punter we drafted that really pleased Lee. In the third, yeah. We've, yeah, we've so, picked 99. 99. Take a kicker I, to, I told you, don't make us hurts too much. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's definitely an area of concern, although we still haven't heard anything from gold um you know maybe he'll maybe he'll come back uh, i i'm not go- i'm not gonna lie and i've said it towards the end of the season last year i think uh, as much as i love gold i think he doesn't have the leg especially on kickoff anymore mm. there's some some of those <laughs> that would be that would be insane <laughs> um some of those games where they were a bit tight and we really needed not to get a return and he kicked it and you know, at the ten or at the five, and then they get a good return. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was a bit, you know, yeah, so maybe in bad weather, and and he's getting to that age where uh, a little tweak or a little nudge, and suddenly you're out for three, four weeks. Alex Simpson's totally right. We got Brock Purdy. We don't need a kicker. Just just <laughs> go for, just go for two every time. <laughs> yeah, just TDs. We won't we won't need field goals ever. Jake Moody is the best one in the draft, but it would be quite high. And I think Jason upon air would uh, go mental if we spent a high draft kick uh, pick on a kicker. But who knows? Robbie could come back. I think he's holding out for Chicago. I think he's hoping to get paid. But would yeah. we be upset, gents, if Robbie Gold come back on a team-friendly deal? Probably no. Oh, not. no, I'll have him back in a, in a heartbeat. Mm. See, Robbie Gore's just been making the noises that any player who, who's come to the end of his contract is making. He's making noises as though he's going to leave. I think there's probably negotiations still going on in the background. And he's just yeah. trying to get the best possible deal for himself, which is understandable, especially for somebody his age. If he goes, he goes. Let's face it, we're bringing in another kicker. 
Um, the 49ers seem to have have the ability to bring in kickers who everybody loves, apart from Chase McLaughlin. He's Kano. Um, but, <laughs> sorry? I was going to say. He's Kano. He's, he's at the... <laughs> oh, he's Kano. The Hall of Famer. He's Kano, the yeah. Cowboys. They signed yeah, two yeah, 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 yeah. So, I, I, Maybe I'm in the minority here. I, I wouldn't, don't think it would be actually too bad to spend one of those late third-round compensatory picks on a kicker. I don't understand this idea of... Of it's terrible. We've spent third round picks on running backs who've never really played for the team, and we know those are bad picks. I, I, so I, just to be clear, I've never, know. I've never ever said don't don't spend a draft pick on a kicker. A punter's completely different. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you need one and and there's one available in the draft, I I I don't get the logic. I don't have a problem one. if you yeah. if you draft um, what's you his name it. from the Ravens, you know if you. What's his name? I forget Justin his name. Tucker. Just if you draft Justin Tucker in a third, it's it's a steal. I don't care what you say, but it's a steal. No, it, I completely like, agree. Completely so, Gary's on the same page as me, Jake Moody. I'm the same as you, Gareth. I I don't care where we draft them because you're not gonna if he's any good. Like Nadji said, if you take Justin Tucker and he's arguably the best kicker ever, and you keep him for however many years, but I just oh, think even, people get hung up on even if, positions and picks. Even if and, he wins you one one big game, it's just you'll be happy about it. It's just. Let's get a kicker. Let's not enter. I, I don't want to be one of those teams that's just like week eight and, oh, they've taken this guy and this guy, yeah, Rodrigo okay. Blake and Chip and whatever his name is and blah, blah, or to for trials because they don't have a kicker and then we lose a game because we missed an extra point. I, just, I don't want that. I'm just um, smiling, Nadji, because you were watching the live last week with Nick. Ludlam and Nick went out to the Seattle game, Gareth, where Chase McLaughlin cost us that victory. <laughs> so I added my "Would you rather" on the that, kickers last week. It's it, so unfair to yeah. Mister McLaughlin. It did get us the kick to get to go to overtime, and, and then and then Jimmy for a pick, and then gave Seattle a good field position. But you see, so. you three gents show me the love. Nick always asks me an evil question, so when the Robin news <laughs> broke, I had to go down the kicker route last week. So um, that was an interesting segment, but. I don't know, Gareth, to be honest. I'd be happy with what the team do, a veteran, someone in the draft. Mm. I'm going to sound harsh, but it's a kicker at the end of the day. I think we've got more pressing concerns in the draft and free agency than a kicker. That's just well, what's worth for me. When you've got plenty of picks, why not? Yeah, why not? Particularly if some of the other guys, you know, maybe trying another backup tight end or a late round running back or whatever, they might well be there in the fifth and sixth. To me, it's if you need the, the position, you you take it. Because you risk that player not being there next time you're on the board, and it's it's just not worth the risk to me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's what a draft is for. You just take a pun on a player you think you might be good, and if you're wrong, you're wrong. If you're not, you're not. It doesn't like it doesn't cost franchise. You know, we drafted Solomon Thomas number three not that long ago, and look at our D line. You know, you could say we would be better if we'd taken you know Pat Mahomes or whatever, but. It's not. That's not how it works. The draft is just, yeah. So, uh, the Jimmy G era has finally ended. Twelve months after, yeah, uh, we, we thought it would. Uh, signed with the Raiders. Um, For a lot of money. It had been, been rumored. Well, it's only twenty odd million. I think it's it's only about the same as as Gino managed to pry out of the Seahawks. So I personally think it's quite a good deal for the Raiders. Yeah, I think it's quite a good deal for the Raiders, and I completely agree with Luke again there, where he's saying he thinks Jimmy G will do well under McDaniels. I think McDaniels will uh, play Jimmy to his strengths rather than what Shanahan's been doing, and that is play to mitigate his weaknesses. 
So I, I can see I, I can see Jimmy having a decent uh, career at the Raiders, especially if they're going to do what they are rumoured to do, and that is build a team around Jimmy again to his strengths and bring in the pieces. So let, let, let's see what it's like. The, uh, yeah, it's a, it's. I don't know if it's a good signing because I don't. I'm not sure McDaniel's is a good head coach. He's definitely a good offensive coach, and uh, yeah, Luke is right. Under Renfro, does remind us of uh, Trent Taylor, and all those short passes. He's going to absolutely love it. And then he's got they've got Josh Jacobs, which I think is their most weapon. And Jimmy can hand the ball to him, no problem. <laughs> but yeah, Ty is right. Davante Adams is just like, what am I doing here? I'm just, you know, I've just left one of the best QB in, in the league ever to play with Derek Carr, who's gone now. And then now I get Jimmy G, which just doesn't throw past 15 yards. It's going to be great. Well, the money so, so, side of it, Lee, is only 67.5 million deal for three years, mm-hmm. 34 million guaranteed. But the main important right, thing is, yes, Lee, no, I no. tweeted Neil Watson after the news broke. And rest assured, everybody, Neil is still a 49ers fan. He's okay. And he made a bold prediction that he'll be torn when the 49ers play the Raiders in the Super Bowl because he won't know to cheat you for. So you heard it here first he tonight, courtesy of yeah, Neil Watson. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, Neil Watson is a 49ers fan, first and foremost. I, I know he likes Jimmy, but he's a 49ers fan. Yeah, I just wanted to get that in there. As Gary said, Hunter Renfrew, uh, stock is up on fantasy football now they've got. And we've got a question. Oh, that's what he's talking about. Yeah, of course. So... The Facebook user yeah, yeah. curious to so, watch so, that, so again, that, that, that's difficult to know because modeling. J- J- Jimmy came in. Jimmy came in 2017. The five games he played at the end of 2017, he played really well. And until this season, we haven't seen him play as well as that. And that's because the very next season, I think it was game two against Kansas City, where he, he tore his ACL. After that, when he came back, he didn't have the confidence, and Shanahan kind of game planned around that because he could see he didn't have the confidence. He wasn't stepping into his throws, so he wasn't getting the length of his passes that he should have been getting. And from then on, it, it just seemed to me that Shanahan had completely lost confidence in him. So you yeah. didn't see any play calling like you did in 2017. In 2017, Jimmy did look at a completely different player. Now, look at some of the play calls he's had this year. We, we've all mentioned on the podcast before, all of a sudden, Jimmy's thrown it downfield. And we hadn't seen that since 2017. So it was one of two things. Either Shanahan knew what he had in Brock Purdy and and Lance. Lance was already injured at the time. But he knew what he had in Brock Purdy and decided to just say, well, let let Jimmy fling it. Let let him give him enough rope. If he hangs himself, he hangs himself. If not, I've got Brock Purdy back there. So you don't know. I, I think the way Shanahan has always handled Jimmy ever since that injury uh, in, against Kansas City he, he's handled him with kid gloves made sure that he couldn't make any mistakes and I don't think he's, he's maximised the potential he has I don't know what that potential is but I, I think that's don't. because that's because Jimmy was very prone to making mistakes and having that those horrible throws that we were scratching our heads for and I agree with Luke again on point Luke tonight well done um, the, the ACL injury did something to him. It took him a long time to come back from that and have any kind of, you know, physical ability that he had before. Before, and you could tell that something wasn't quite right. You know, the pirouette. We talked about it so many times, trying to avoid side by turning turning around and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I think 
as a head coach, as a play caller, it is your job to put your position, your players in the best position to succeed. And if that means, you know, tightening up the reins so the guy doesn't throw five picks a game, then that's what you got to do. And and I think that's why the Jimmy experience was so mm. difficult to go through for us as analysts because we'd seen, you know, uh, the good plays and what, you know, we've talked about it for five years, the good Jimmy, the bad Jimmy's. Um, and, so, and I so, think sorry, just, you just call us analysts. Analysts. I did, I did say that, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to sneak we, it we, in. We're the don't, furthest don't, don't thing mention from analysts. Don't, don't mention it. People would start calling us that in a minute. You've, now you've pointed it out. It's just, it's just now. I was trying to sneak that one in. You're barely using pundits. <laughs> yeah, that's true. First time to uh, Jimmy's back himself. He's gone into a quarterback's yeah. back division. Yeah. I mean, Ferdus to him, he could have he could have gone two years ago, and he you know backed himself again and again, and he's managed to get himself some more money. And uh, good luck to him. He you know he did take us to two Super Bowls. So. Um, Two? No, I'm um, to one. <laughs> two <laughs> NFC Championship games. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, I, I think you know we'll all wish uh, uh, Jimmy all the best. I think we will do a Jimmy G show at some point because I think he is uh, he has been a big part of the Niners' recent history. Uh, things might have been different, better or worse, uh, without him. Um, but I, I'm kind of Jimmy's just been such a top professional. I think that 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 goes without saying. But I'm interested yeah. to see freed from the Niners organization and that professionality, what sort of things he might say when questioned. Um, yeah. Just intro. I'm not, I'm not saying that Jimmy's immediately going to call out uh, and say he had a bad relationship with Shanahan, but it I don't think it would. Ah, no, I, I think he might. I, I think he might. I mean, Shanahan kind of made some comments at the end of the season there yeah. where he, he clearly showed his displeasure with Jimmy. At the time, Jimmy was in a position where should he say something, should he not? He, he's coming up to the off-season. W- would a team want to take him on if he starts bad-mouthing the coach? His current yeah, coach true. probably is not. So he's probably bitten his lip. But listen to everything that Shanahan said because Shanahan did say some things that kind of made you look at Jimmy and think, well, what, what the hell, Jimmy? I mean, if you believe what was said, Shanahan kind of implied that Jimmy could have played. He could have suited up for that Eagles game and Jimmy and Jimmy turned on and said, no, I'm not doing it. Well, I mean... I mean, that's huge, that. Considering that's how huge. the game went, that is... Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, uh, so, yeah. I mean, with that draw line in Las Vegas, I'm sure I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, perhaps on a on a plus side, if Jimmy did leave on a bit of a sour note, maybe that means that some potentially some of the other players in the locker room might be a bit more accepting of yeah, it was time time for Jimmy to go, um, and hopefully I think it'll it'll help Trey Lance for sure because I, I I don't think that can have been easy no matter how much uh, Jimmy was professional about it. I just think that was a very difficult situation, and I think with uh, with Brock Purdy and his uh, recovery from surgery. I think there's an opportunity in the off-season. Lance knows the standard, but Purdy has set a standard that Lance has got to beat if he wants to keep this job. Uh, And I think there's a clear way forward for Trey Lance. He knows what he's got to do. And I think an injury is never a good thing, but I think it may have worked out in a good way that Trey Lance has probably got three, four, maybe five games at the beginning of the season to make himself undroppable. And if he doesn't, it's back to Purdy time, um, and then, and then uh, yeah, we'll see. I think it's got. 
I think it's going to be an amazing training camp to watch because uh, I'm pretty sure Pedro will be back for that. Um, I believe in him. And um, it's right there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see that. I mean, we'll talk, we've got plenty of time to talk about Lance and Purdy. Um, should we talk about Brendel? Apparently, he's a very coveted and it looks like we might not be able to keep him as the rumors going around there's loads of team after him which means it's going to be a lot of money to try and match uh, unless we can persuade him to stay because it's probably the best system for him or something like that uh, but we might be on our third center in three years which is a, a bit of a shame and uh, a bit worrying a little bit worrying if we lose so we you know lose again to all essentially uh, after losing two last year um that's I think it's, it's going to be a big gap and it's going to be the possibly the only gap in the starting offense i think it's it's pretty settled well we don't know whether it's going to be trey or brock but i think other than that we know wide receivers tight ends running running backs well there could be some change over there but uh well, not behind behind McCaffrey. I don't think McCaffrey's going anywhere. But I, you know, it's it's kind of what the Niners do, right? They take people on, and they do good work with us, and that goes for all the coaches as well. <laughs> and then people come and like, oh, you guys are actually pretty good, and they take him, and they're like, oh, actually, you were good because you were there, and with everything around, no because you're that good um you know but yeah it's it's kind of what we do um but yeah let's let's get alex Forsyth. i will uh, keep my eye on him for sure if if brendan goes wouldn't surprise me if we pick him in like the fifth or the sixth somewhere like i don't think you can blame shanahan for the center situation though because obviously alex mack retired which this time last year there was a lot of rumors was he going to come back was he not brendel mm. and brunskill were kind of sharing snaps in training camp and um, as the Facebook user has agreed with you, Nadji, as most of us do, it's going to be an awesome training camp all round. This offence versus this defence is going to be good. Mm. And the beauty for us in the UK, we've got so many amazing content creators on the other side of the pond who will be at training camp. Larry Kruger, friend of the show, he was early on the Brock. I noticed your jersey there, Nadji, because I put 54 up tonight because I had a feeling you'd be having your Purdy jersey. But for me, if Brendel goes, Gareth, he deserves to get paid. He, mm. he had a good season with us but again lee touched upon the salary cap concern so you've got to prioritize do you want to throw a lot of money at brendel and he might regress we might have seen the best of jake brendel you've also got to remember jason poor we've talked a lot about him he kind of has been shuffled around that offensive line he might be someone that shanahan's got ready under wraps to come in and start a center so that's the beauty of this team you just don't know some of the plans that they've got but uh, i'm excited to see what we do well, we, we do know how uh, much Shanahan values the centre position, and, and, and rightly so. It makes me think he's, if, if he's happy to let Brendel, Brendel go, then there's got to be a plan. I, I can't imagine he's letting Brendel go the same way we let McGlinchey go. There's got to be some confidence that McKivitz can do something in the, that position. Maybe it's going to be the same at centre, or we could potentially... Uh, uh, see another free agency signing there, but I'd imagine that would have been done today if it was going to happen. We well, sometimes it's out of our hand, right? Did, if if people come in and give him, you know, twelve million a year, we can't match that. Did, didn't Jason Poor play a centre at the senior ball last season? He did. They've definitely moved him around. Yeah, I'm sure he played centre during preseason with us, didn't he? 
Yeah, I think he had a spot there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, I mean he, he came out of college as a guard, but at the senior board, ball he played centre. Yeah. Um, and our very own Nick McGee, he, he commented on Jason Paul saying he was one of the best centres there. And he wasn't even a centre, he was a guard. Yeah. So potentially it's going to be Jason Oh, Paul. Nick is there. And the mystery, the mystery Facebook user is our good friend <laughs> Nick. And what he's saying there, thanks for going live. It's great to see everyone talking Niners. Now, to be fair, chaps, I'm quite impressed because when we've gone live, this is your first experience on the YouTube with the comments coming in. And it's a good opportunity now, Lee. Ryan from No Border Sports has put there 16 Oh, yeah, smash it. Only seven likes. Come on, hit that like button. Hit the um, like button. And I think someone's put in there. David's from Canada, I believe. He, he joined the live last week, and he's put. I think we kicked Burford out to right tackle. Mm. I believe he played there in college. Yeah. Built like yeah. oh, did he? I didn't realize he played right tackle in college. Oh, that would be that would be juicy. So, the, I mean, I would I, I would actually rather keep Burford there and maybe have Brent Skill as a backup centre because he, he can do that too. And Luke um, Walsh is on fire with the comments. Yeah, I saw yeah. that as well, Luke. No, I, I saw, saw that earlier, and I keep refreshing Twitter. Yeah. See what does he mean? But it's going to be a middle of the night job, though, isn't it? Americans and their silly times. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've uh, we've been going fifty five minutes. Uh, we have. We've covered everything. Uh, do you think anything else is is going to be happening in free agency? Yeah, I'm, I'm, as I'm in, the, in the next twenty four hours, days. I wouldn't. Yeah, they talked about signing the corner from Jacksonville, uh, Hendon. Um, we yeah. do need a bit of. Unless Mosley's definitely gone. But. Yeah, there's that. We just need depth, you know. It, it's one of those things. You lose a corner and then you have to sign Josh Norman and then your season goes up in flames. So you, you, let's you not be four, there anymore. Four starting corners, I think. You need three corners in the slot. That's it. That's it. I mean, we still have Ambry Thomas, but I, I don't know what was his statues last year. You know, because he played 2021. Uh, the back end of the season, and it was all right. It was pretty good. In that Rams game, he changed a few things. So maybe he can have a revival and and compete with with Lenore and and Ward. But we still, I think, we still need a, you know a couple, uh, a couple more just well, just to make sure. I wouldn't be surprised if if his recovery's gone well that we uh, get Verrett back again for that one yeah. and a half million. Um, I just, because I, I can't see him being picked up somewhere else. But maybe no. He, he'll so have I, I think it'll be cheaper oh. than one and a half million. Yeah, um, it'll be on vet yeah. in minimum for sure. Yeah, what's that? Six hundred thousand, eight hundred. Oh, I don't know for corners. Um, it's depending on values and on position, isn't it? Right. Um, I, I don't know. I as much as I would love to see Jason Verrett come back and and have a good season, even just a, a good season for us, and have kind of the story, the Alex Smith story that comes back and plays for a little bit and then just retires. I, it's a lot to ask this guy. He's been injured his, pretty much his entire life, rehabbing. And I hope he's in a good place and he can do it, but I, I don't know. Uh, oh, it's it's oh, tough. Oh, it's oh. tough to ask somebody to do that one more time. And, you know, uh, God knows, if he gets injured again, I'd feel terrible. So, Ty's run a comment just for you, Nadji. We're going to trade Debo for a kicker, then you will be bald on the next show from pulling all your hair out. If it's Justin Tucker, I could I could actually get behind that somehow. I can see uh, if Lee's prediction of us trading away a big player, I, I think Debo's one. I'm not saying I want to see him go, but I'm saying when he was injured, we didn't seem to miss a beat. I don't no. know if if we'd we'd miss him 
that much. I think we'd miss McCaffrey more, even though he's only been half yeah. a season. I think we'd Absolutely. miss Pickle more. We'd certainly miss Juszczyk more, and we'd probably miss Ayuk more. I agree. I agree. But also, I watched, you know, when we did the, the, the awards, I watched pretty much all of the highlights, and Debo was actually really, 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 really good last year. It was just kind of, we were, we were so good on the backhand that um, he kind of got drowned out a little bit at the end, but he, he's still a very special player. I, I would hate to see him go, especially after the drama from last year and the draft and the contract and all that. It would be a bit of a shame. Uh, unless we can really fleece someone and, and take a law away from it. Yeah, so, so Neil Grimshaw said that. Uh, he said the Niners have reached out to Mosley's reps. And, and I think that would be good if we can bring him in because I think I mentioned this on one of the pods um, a couple of weeks ago. He's obviously coming off a really bad injury there. He hasn't had a chance to actually prove that he can get back up to speed. Will there be teams that are willing to take a, a, a try on him? You've probably got the Texans, the Dolphins and the Jets purely because of the 49ers connections. He may give us a team-friendly deal to, to get yeah. back up to speed again. Yeah. If it's a one-year deal, then he hits free agency next year. He's proved his fitness again. Um, I, I think that would be great because obviously he knows the system. He knows the team. I, I think that's going to be a, a good thing if we can bring Mosley back. Yeah. He, he was arguably having his best season last season. It was, yeah. I think what you've got to remember, though, Lee, the Niners have a strategy and they have a structure and they have a price tag. We saw that with Tomlinson last year. We wanted to keep Tomlinson, but the Jets offered too much money. I think with Mosley, we all want to see him back, but they've got this kind of structure. And like you've just said there, go test free agency. We'll try and match the offer, but if it's going to be too much, then they're going to move yeah. on. Mm. As Ty's put there, the people want to see a mid-season. <laughs> it's a good idea. Fuckers awards. It's a good idea. They're all at work, you know. It's... Well, you know, that could be something for the bye week where we, we try we to could fill do, the bye yeah. week. Yeah, it depends when the bye week it's is. That's not an idea. But yeah, if we get bye week, week three, week four, yeah. <laughs> it'll be pointless. Uh, should we, uh, if we talk, uh, I want to do, I want to mention something before we move on, but if, if we talk about free agency enough, should we take some questions since we're live and we don't do that very often? Yeah, yeah. Before, uh, right. before we do that, in, we'll, uh, there's we'll been keep a, going. there has been a massive news and uh, it would be amiss to mention it. Massive congratulations to Crystal for the, oh, the yeah, birth yeah. of her daughter. Uh, welcome to being a parent. It's amazing. It's the best thing in the world. And all the best to you and everybody else. And is that, I hope you're doing Niner right. fan. Yeah, another Niner fan on the planet. So we did tweet the picture out earlier, Nadji. Ariana, yeah. Alicia, our absolute world. As soon as I've seen the picture, as you said, Nadji, any parents shared that. So I was going to yeah. wait till the end, but... Yeah, we have to get the congratulations in there. To, Looking yeah, forward to. to seeing Ariana at one of the meetups in the future. Crystal has promised <laughs> yeah. that she would bring. We are a family-oriented meetup, but it's always great to it see would be awesome. a new member to the faithful, especially the UK faithful. Yeah, absolutely. All right, shall we do? Shall we do questions? Yeah, question there from Nick. Great question about uh, Drake Jackson. Uh, I expect. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I'm I'm on board with 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 Nick here. I think at least six sacks, and and just a bit more flashing on the screen, kind of thing. Where you say, oh, that was Drake Jackson, which he, he didn't really do last year. He was good, but uh, he didn't jump off the screen, which is obviously something I, I always I, I trust the gut. You know, you see somebody popping off the screen, you that's that's how I knew Huff was a good player. Uh, he just kept on being there. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. You flashed early on and just seemed to you run did, out yeah. a little bit of steam. I don't think it was it was attitude or injury or, or ability. I think it was just the wiggers uh, of the NFL. He seemed to drop off at the end, and and I think he was a healthy scratch in a couple of games towards the end. Uh, yeah. But hopefully that's just a, an indication of he's got a lot of work to do this off season. Um, come back uh, stronger, fitter. Yeah. And, you know, Hargrave is going to help a lot, I think, generating those outside pleasure and, and, and be in the mix. So, yeah. Yeah, I can see him taking off purely for that reason alone. I mean, the mm-hmm. players that he's going to be uh, lining up uh, mm-hmm. alongside, they're just absolutely phenomenal talents. And that can only help Drake Jackson by taking the pressure off him. Um, everybody's going to be trying to keep all of their Borsa, Hargrave and Eric Armstead. It's going to leave Jackson. And from what I saw of him last season in preseason, the, the flexibility of the uh, the guy is unbelievable. He, he reminded us of Alden Smith, the way he moves, the way he can bend yeah. around players. He just Long didn't arms. really, yeah, he, he just didn't really short that much last season. But it was his first season. He's got to get game fit for the NFL. It's completely different to college. And I think this coming season, with who we've just signed and the existing players, I think it's exciting times for Drake Jackson. Yeah, absolutely. As uh, Ryan has put there, we need Drake to show up this year, be the last piece in the D-line that could go down in history. Mm. So your bold prediction, Lee, about being better than the Bears could come true. And as Ty said there, (laughs) Jackson hit the wall, yeah. but he played yeah. well in the beginning. And like we said earlier in the show, chaps, Wilkes likes to blitz and not necessarily from the front four. So that's something to keep an eye out as well. Like we said, Hufanga doesn't need any more license, Najee, to be told. <laughs> Run after that ball. So that could be something from there. Um, David's put in there that our good friend, John Chapman, thinks Ryan Kelly could be an ideal Brendel replacement. Apparently the Colts have him on the trade block. So, again, that's Good. the other interesting right. thing at this time of year. People are moving people on and they're looking at the draft and you could have salary cap implications. I mean, look at our good friends at the Rams giving away Jalen Ramsey for a packet. Of oh, yeah, we need to talk about that. 2027 20, draft pick and all the rest of it. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Well, Debo, you've you've driven someone out of uh, California. <laughs> that's a great question, Ty. Until they sign me, I don't think we'll ever have enough <laughs> running backs. <laughs> Um, Simon's got a question. Do we think Hargreave could be that final piece to get number six? I mean, it's the hope, right? That's what that's what we're going for. Um, but I'll say again and again and again, it's so hard to win to win a championship. It, you know, the things that can happen throughout the season that can derail it, and 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 the last game can be, you can be the best team and still lose the last game. Um, it's I hope so, but. You know, yeah, it's very I, difficult to win a, a Super Bowl. I, I think we had all the pieces to get uh, ring number six last year. We just didn't have the look as far as injuries mm. were concerned. Yeah. I mean, you, you look at the roster we've had over the last four four seasons, and you can arguably say we, we've had the roster to win six, seven, eight, and nine. It, it's just that injuries haven't been kind to us. Yeah. Um, will, will Hargrave make a difference? He'll certainly make a difference on, on defence. Whether or not we can secure the sixth ring is completely out of his hands. Because if we end up having both Lance and Brock Purdy injured again, then it, it's got nothing yeah. to do with the defence. Um, exactly. But at the end of the day, the moves that the 49ers front office are making are good moves. It, on the eye, the good moves. Um, let's see what the checkbook looks like after they've totted up all the figures. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, exciting times. Yeah. yeah. Mm. 
I think that's... the the restructures are on the way, and we you know we've seen teams, the Saints, the Rams, others. You 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 might end up paying for it, but now's the time to do it. We've got a Super Bowl window that's wide open, and we've got two good quarterbacks, should we say, um, for for what eleven million between them. Yeah, uh, and one of them's going to be good enough. Th- this is the time for me to spend and worry about it later. You, I know that's a little bit against our, our sort of steady, consistent building, but sometimes you've just you've got to go for it. Um, it worked for the Rams, no matter what sort of state they're in now. They spent the money, they got the ring. Um, I'd rather have a more consistent, challenging for it. But I think while you've got that rookie quarterback contract window. That's the time to go for it because as soon as in, in three or four years' time, we're going to pay Brock or Trey. Um, and that's the point where everything else becomes. Well, Brock would be a lot sooner than that. Uh, seven front rookie contracts are three years, three years, years, two, four two years, years four two years, three years, four years. Yeah, Shanahan so. clearly saw enough and said, sign him yeah. up. So he's yeah, not going anywhere for two years. Simon asked for bold predictions, but I don't think any of us could be as bold as this tie. No QBs no. will be injured in 2023. And before oh, we move on, I'm not sure whether Neil caught early, but this is what we were saying, Neil, with Hargreaves. The pressure is overlooked by a lot of people. And the fact that yeah. he brought 57 QB pressures on his own last year is really good. And our yeah. good friend Nicholas has put there, chaps, that there's so many variables to winning the Super Bowl, but injury luck is one of the most important. Hargreaves yeah. only missed one game in six years, mm. which, again, wow. John Chapman... Just pointed out earlier. And what's been great today is all the content creators have been going live a lot earlier than expected. And I said to you three, off air, Wayne Breezy went live at three o'clock. And by the time half <laughs> past five had come round, some of that stuff he talked about had gone out yeah. the window. So I'm quite glad we went live tonight. And we've given everyone a taste of what it's like on this side of the pond. Coming up to ten past nine, we're all looking at Twitter. We're all waiting for the news. And like you said, Gareth, the next few days... Tracy's going to be telling me off for being on my phone because news is just going to break at such random times. And first thing in the morning, I'll be like switching my phone on thinking who signed for who or who's traded who away. So it's great to be an NFL fan in the UK at this time. Yeah, it's good. It's very good. Yeah. We've, uh, we've been going over an hour. We've, we've got the um, uh, small matter of the 49 Faithful UK Awards that That's we right. were due to announce on the podcast. We can announce them alive. Perhaps I can follow it up, but uh, well, this that... this will be a podcast. We'll, we will send any ether as well for people that aren't yeah, here. Yeah, we will do. Yeah. Uh, but anything else? I think the uh, the awards will be a good place to finish the uh, the season for us because yeah. I think this will be our last pod of the season. Yeah, it will oh, be. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's a question there for you, Nadji. Running back. Oh, where's it? Uh... Davis Price. Any future with the Niners? Uh, yeah, I think he played pretty well when he when he did play. So um, same again, you know, it's the whole Shanahan second year. Can you make an impact and can you come in? Uh, obviously a backup. I I genuinely think Mitchell might get cut if during training camp if if TDP and Jordan Mason look good, just because he's been injured far too much, you know, and we can't really rely on him. Um, trade, trade him to the Dolphins. That's what we do with excess. Oh, money. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> trade him to the Dolphins for fifth. Um, yeah, I, I hope so. He looked good. Um, he looked very, very good. Oh, look at that! It's Aaron Rodgers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you mean not TDP? <laughs> yeah, that's it. We're very excited about it. I have to we back were. it up. 
<laughs> full, full disclosure, as soon as the uh, the camera moved away, both me and Naji turned around to each other and said, who? <laughs> Never heard of <laughs> Pretty much every pick we did that. It's like, who's, who's that guy? Let me go on my phone. And say, oh, that's you. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's watch some highlights. Oh, it looks all right. <laughs> that's what we did. Uh, <laughs> uh, any other questions then? Yeah, that's... Well, let's let's sprinkle questions while we'll do the awards, and if there's some good one, we can we can answer. I'll keep an eye out. I was trying. Okay. I thought you were wrapping it up, so I tried not to. Uh, so David put more of a statement than a question. We just need a QB to play a full season. Hopefully, Trail Brock can make it happen. And who knows? May look like a certain QB that wears number twelve. Another thing that Luke's raised: Forty Nines have been in the top ten injury rates in 2013. And this spans four head coaching regimes, two management teams, two training teams, and two medical staff. So hopefully the injury gods will be happy, uh, be good to us this year. At some point, at some point. Yeah. It'll happen. I think that's the awards. It, it was the Oscars last night. We, it we, was. We should have teed up some suitable music. Uh, but I we, promise we... everybody here, I won't stand up and come and slap you in the face. Promise. Thank you. Yeah, particularly particularly me announcing them. I'm not going to say anything about uh, your family making. So, uh, I think we, we had a we had a huge response um, to an awful lot of awards. As once again, we tried to rationalise them, but once again, the awards just get out of hand because we just want to give a lot of love to a lot of different players. Um, there was some pretty clear winners, I think, for almost mm. all of the awards. Apart, do we have from, the? Um... Do we have? Oh, good. It's it's tallied over Facebook and Twitter, isn't it? So we don't have the, the I, graphics. I, no, I, and I didn't actually add up the numbers apart from the one the uh, most improved, which was very, very, very close. Uh, all of the others were were not close enough to need to actually tally up Facebook no, no. and uh, Twitter. Uh, no, so, we're hang on, hang on, hang on. Go on in. Hang on. News. Sorry. Yeah. Stick that one on, Paul. Stick, oh, I'm, I'm going on no Twitter. Way. I'm going no on way. Twitter to just check that. There's no way we did that. Why would we do that? Now, to be fair, if we've been caught out, it happened on the Breezy Show when someone dropped McGlinch had re-signed, but they'd used his original sign, and so everyone gasped and was like, we spent how much? So maybe this could be breaking news, Gareth. It might not no, be. No, it is. It's yeah, just as yeah. reported it. Yeah, it is. Just wow. Yes, well, wow. indeed. Interesting. This is why Gareth gets paid the big bucks. The poor guy's trying to haul. Yeah. Got his notes there. We're at the awards ceremony. And, and, and I'm three. Ruined it for so, me. No, so, I mean, th this might play well into one of the categories and one of the uh, the, the, the candidates in the categories. I'm, I'm sure you, you must know who I'm talking about. I'm trying to make sense of this. Yeah. I don't, what's, what's, what's the point? I don't get it. So un unsung hero on the team. Who's ah. one? Ah, Nachi's ah. choice runs on here. Nachi's choice, exactly. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. A, a, a the quarterback whisperer. Mm. Does that mean we're trading? I mean, it's not. No, no. It, it could Definitely be. Not. No, it could be though. No. Why would we sign Sam Darnold? Because Darnold is. A QB2, not a QB3, really. No, we, we need a third, uh, and he's a guy who needs to rehabilitate his career, I think, for a year. And maybe going and sitting on the bench, plus he's going to get OTAs, he's going to get some 
training camp. He's probably going to play in preseason. And we looked at him last year, apparently. There was a, a few rumours going around. And if you look at Stidham, Stidham's got a two-year, $10 million deal with the Broncos, which is $5 million guaranteed, which is a lot for a backup because they've got Wilson. So if all these oh, backup QBs get signed no. up... Yeah, he's, he's going to be third-string quarterback. And he's he's still only got 24, 25. Didn't he come in very young? So, Like Ty well, said... Yeah, no, that's true, Ty. Right. The, what, what I don't understand is... Why would I mean I know the Panthers got the number one pick and they're definitely going to get either Bryce Young or or, or CJ Stroud I would imagine. Um, but wouldn't you want some kind of insurance in case either gets injured or doesn't play very well? Where, you know, where did Stidham go? Didn't Stidham go? Broncos. Broncos. Oh, Broncos. Broncos. Yeah. Broncos. I could have sworn the Panthers have just signed a quarterback. Did oh, they? I must be wrong. Yeah, I think I'm wrong. I think. I mean, they've is... got the number one overall pick, right? Yeah. They're clearly going to go QB there. Yeah, the, uh, I did see the Jags re-sign CJ Bethard. Maybe you're thinking of that. Oh, I, I always get the Jags and Panthers mixed up. I don't know why. <laughs> it's very close to each other, to be fair. Nicholas so, well, so, so by any answer. chance, did, did I hide my disgust really well of the Sam Darnold signing there? <laughs> no, not at all. Not yeah. at all. It's like, no, that's interesting. Happen. I mean, any idea is he going Because that, that, if he, if he's a million dollars, then that's all right. Yeah, yeah. If unless we, something, unless then... we cut him a training camp or something, something like that, you know, just well, comes like in and Nicholas has put there, given what's happened in the season, can always trade him. And David's put Shanahan's condition to want as many quarterbacks as possible. Can't blame him. So it seems positive. I mean, as, as backup goes, it might be the best. Back up, we could get maybe Minshew was better if we could get him, but and I think other other than 2019, we've started three quarterbacks in every single one of Shanahan's other seasons, other than 2019. Yeah, watch yeah. him coming in and like lighting up some team in preseason week three and then starting some crazy. It's gonna happen, you know, it's gonna happen, and then people are like, We should sell some Donald. It's difficult, you know. He had a he had a tough start in in the Jets. I think drafted with Adam Gase, so that perhaps wasn't the, uh, yeah. the situation to be in. Um, and he is still young, so that's true. Uh, not not what I was expecting, but there we go. People keep I saying, think so. Bringing in a fast. Oh yeah, well happen. I, I think so bringing I, a fast. We should draft Tenson Bennett. Why not? He's a so play sports I've got us uh, drafting a quarterback in yeah, the seventh round. Mm-hmm. Give us a second. I think Ty asked for this earlier. Well, I think there's been a Brock Purdy effect, hasn't there? That there's been a lot of these quarterbacks who people thought would be fifth, sixth, seventh round. Um, people are maybe looking at them being more like third or fourth round picks because people have seen what Purdy has Clayton done. No, I don't know who that is. You need so to stop this... drafting Michael Wilson. This is no, breaking no, news, No, I'm going to draft Michael Wilson every this, single time I'm is... on that mock draft. And Trey Hoko because of San Jose. I'm telling you. He's going I like to be Dorian Williams out there, though. That's a good player. He, he was having a fantastic season, his last season before he got injured. It's not draft season. He has season. had a couple of injuries. Get this away. It's not draft he, he, season yet. He had a good senior ball, and he's had a good combine as well. He, he hasn't got the kind of stats that uh, jump off the page at you. But just watching him play, if you if you watch him play, you keep on saying this, Nadji, it's the eye test. If you watch the kid play, he's a good player. 
he's 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 going to have a decent career. <laughs> That's true. That would be very funny. Uh we're just having some fun with the comments, Lee. Like, yeah, no, I mean, that's true. We did, that, we did that have that for draft season. That's yeah, one. save it after draft that's season. Get this away. It's not time. It's not April yet. It's April. not my first one. <laughs> <laughs> right, shall shall we do the awards? Let's do the awards. Let's see if the end gets, gets through this. Hopefully, after the Darnold signing, they might have the, uh, a little bit of a breather. Uh, in Well, not in any particular order, other than the order I wrote them down in. Um, offensive play of the year was Brock Purdy's pump fake TD to George Kittle versus the Seahawks. Who was it? Who was what? It was what? Usually, wasn't it? No, it was Gareth. No, no, no it was always Gareth. Yeah, that's right. No. That's right. Nice one. Very yeah, nice. But the Kittle juggling catch was a fairly close second. Um, it possibly would have been closer, but I accidentally deleted it. I, I think the only one. Oh, you I... did. You did delete it. It's definitely yeah. it's definitely the, the only person that voted for my uh, player of the year was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that, that happened to a few of us, I think. So, yeah. uh, defensive player of the year was the Hafunga pick six versus the Rams, and I'm pretty yeah. sure that was, uh, that was Um Defensive player of the year was Bosa, and it wasn't even close to, I think, yeah. anybody else. Um, yeah. Defensive player of the year uh, was no time, not the CMC throw. Sorry, it, it is rigged like the rest of the NFL, Ooh, as we as we all know. It's rigged by our bot farm. So, uh, <laughs> yes, the offensive player of the year, CMC, and and that wasn't even that close either. Um, rookie of the year, anyone care to take a guess? Was it Jordan Mason? Mm, not quite. S- Sammy no. Womack. Now, Sammy Womack's got his own award. He's the only award, so. Uh, it was Brock Purdy. Oh, wow. This guy. Well. It's weird because he didn't look like a rookie. So it exactly. doesn't feel like You're right, he didn't. He did not. Overall team MVP. Again, this wasn't even close. It was Nick Bosa again. So a double war- award there for the little bear. Uh, unsung hero. Nadji, you've won this with uh, Brian Greasy. Nice. I like it. That's good. Good. good call. Certainly went down well. Very popular choice. Uh, most improved player. Uh, this was the one I had to add up, uh, and it was Aaron Banks with a total of fifty-two votes. But I think Hafunga and Ayuk had fifty votes each. Oh, so that was wow. one where it was very closely uh, very split. Close. Um, so I had to add up across Twitter and Facebook, uh, and and I didn't even know until I was going to add them up. I couldn't tell who had won. <laughs> uh, incomplete pass of the year. Our little award that we announced on the show that we uh, didn't do a vote for, but it was the uh, Brock Purdy to Brandon Ayuk almost uh, touchdown, almost play of the season, um, but incomplete yeah. pass of the year. So uh, nice to give that one a little award. Um, and our final award, of course, was best cornerback taken in round five and announced by an Englishman. Uh, would you care to take a guess, Lee? Uh, I've no idea, Matt. I've I've, no idea. I was there. I want to say Sammy something. What, what wasn't the Scottish guy that got up? <laughs> close though. Close. close. I mean, that's what close the Americans were thinking. Well. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, Sammy went back to all ten award winners. Well done to all of them, uh, and thanks for everybody who got uh, involved uh, and took the time out to to vote on uh, certainly eight awards on eight separate days. I, I think we, we ran out of a little bit of steam towards the end, though it could just yeah. be the Facebook algorithm thinking not another award. 
Yeah, we can't we can't keep posting these on people's uh, timelines. Uh, but yeah. great to see people involved, and great to see a few comments, um, and, and great to see a lot of love for uh, a lot of players. I think, um, although there were some unanimous winners, uh, I don't think there was anyone who didn't get any votes at all. Even if it was just you voting for yours, Lee. But I, I voted for Lenore on a couple, um, and we yeah. seem to be the only person who did. But there we are. Yeah, watch. Yeah, I, I really like I think people... for next season. Oh, I think he's yeah. he's, he's going to be uh, um, he's going to look every bit as good uh, as Mooney Ward on the other side next year. Um, so yeah, people do let us know if you like the format of the the four focus this year. Um, we we kind of changed it. We used to pick a winner amongst us and then but now we're just picking one player and letting you decide i think it's a lot fairer and it's a bit more fun for everybody to get involved um uh, maybe we'll tweak the way we we put the polls out uh in a way that's mm-hmm. not so uh dragging for for eight days or something um <laughs> uh, is that true is that truly where are we we're we gonna draft the true. kicker i, I can't confirm nor deny <laughs> I have to say though, Nadji, I enjoyed the way we did this year's award show. I thought yeah, it me too. Well with the wheel, I think it went yeah, well. Yeah, it's fun to talk about it on the spot, as in you didn't know who you yeah. were going to get. And yeah. like you said, Gareth, the fact that it was uncoordinated chaos. So Gareth would post <laughs> the uh, poll on Facebook, and then I'd remember to post it on Twitter. And some of the polls ran for five days, some of them ran for one. But overall, it was good to see the interaction. People shared. Yeah. And like you said, maybe Gareth, we can do. It. We can do like a survey monkey page or a Google thing page and just put post the link and then <laughs> ask people to Yeah. Omaha. <laughs> um cool. So I've, I've I've got to say Go on. I, th- I thought talking was gonna hurt my face tonight, but it hasn't been talking, that's done, it's been smiling. That's hurt my face tonight with some of the comments that's come in. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty it good that. I could, uh, could get used to this live live business. It's pretty fun. Well, we're 85 minutes in. I think it's probably mm-hmm. people have had enough of us. Um, and it's, it's in danger of uh, Paul Hope. It's now about 7% of YouTube, I think. <laughs> so uh, we, we better knock that one on the head. But a uh, little bit of an end of the uh, uh, season, obviously. A little bit of an end of an era, I think, with uh, Jimmy moving on. Uh, and, of course, uh, the four of us are out of contract. So... Don't know if uh, any of you guys have been tampered with. I think the the viewers will have to wait and see if we all make it back for the new season. We'll see. Mm. Training camp ahead. Uh, yeah. yeah. Starts been press pressing some microphones and stuff. So in, in, hate, before we wrap up, lads. I hate to break it to you, Gareth, but my contract's been signed because I'm back oh, tomorrow. Uh, Tuesday live. Oh, you're doing a live? Yeah, of course. So, obviously, I have a taste for this. Like you said, 7% of YouTube's ambitious, but I'll take it. But Ty just put a good comment in there that he can easily see someone else stealing the format. I think somebody's already done that. Because it was that good. Um, And Gary, great show, boys. Thank you very much, Gary. Everyone who's tuned in to this impromptu live, we didn't advertise it, Gareth. Lee said, let's go live. We hit the live button. Yeah, there's a good reason I said, let's go live. I just couldn't be bothered to edit the show afterwards. <laughs> That's, it's, it's as good as reason as any. Uh, Luke is settling for 35 guarantee. Um, I mean, is that, that's all incentive, right? Well, you wonder uh, who, who, does want, 
who would who would take Trey? You've got to think it's maybe. I can't see the Texans doing it. I thought they'd they they're going to stick and uh, and draft a QB um, since they didn't go for Jimmy. It's not going to be the Dolphins. It's not going to be, be the, the Jets. Jets. Well, why not? Well, well, unless, the, yeah. unless, and and this is the only thing I can see that's happened is Aaron Rodgers told the Jets, "Yeah, no, I'm not doing it. I'm staying in Green Bay." And then the Jets are fumbling and made a stupid offer to us. And we were like, yeah, sure, you can have Trident. Um Oh, that's some breaking news. He resigns. <laughs> yeah. Five pints guaranteed. If, you, if you've ever beaten a candlestick in, you'll know that's not true. <laughs> well, it's five, five pints over five years, but you get three today, exactly. and then you've got to make the other two last five years. So. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm a bit long in the tooth. Somebody's going to have to explain to me what BBNG means. I have no right. idea. I've Where is this? There you go, BBNG. Bang, bang, bang nine again. Bang bang nine oh, again. Bang bang nine again. It's your wow. signature move, man. How the hell did I not get that? <laughs> I, I didn't oh, get it that way. Too late in the day. Right, then. right let's, let's wrap one. this up. Thanks to everyone who's joined us, and thanks for joining me, lads. Uh, a new season full of hope. Full of interest, full of intrigue. Uh, we will hopefully, if we can negotiate through our agents, we will all be back sometime very soon. Until then, go Niners. Go Niners. Bang bang nine again. Love the San Francisco 49ers deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep heart. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted. One and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the side.